0: Hello, hi, my name is Leslie Nope, and I work for the Parks and Recreation Department. Can I ask you a few questions? Would you say that you are enjoying yourself and having fun, having a moderate amount of fun and somewhat enjoying yourself, or having no fun and no enjoyment? I'm gonna put a lot of fun.
1: Welcome to the very first episode of Parks and Conversation, a watch through, rewatch of Mike Schurz and company, Greg Daniels, Amy Polar, the whole gang, uh, their program, Parks and Recreation. And my name is Jason, a longtime fan of Parks and Rec. And I'm joined by my friend, Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, longtime, longtime fan of Jason. Wow, that's totally weird. So, um, I am, uh, excited to just jump into this project and as we go, we're going to figure it out along the way. Um, but we are looking at season one, episode one of parks and recreation. Uh, this is a short season, six episodes, and it starts off right away. And in the intro to this episode, you heard, um, a clip from Leslie, uh, taking a survey of a, with a child playing on a playground. Um, right away Jeremy what are your first impressions of of uh, of Leslie in this program <laughs>
2: she's a go getter she she loves her job i mean she wants to know how much people love if if people love parks as much as she does
1: right and she's surprised when people don't yeah so yeah so that's super fun um the park uh is also an interesting uh, thing that right away that they get into is uh, she's doing the survey. It is totally bewildered by this adult talking to her. Um, But then the kid, a kid runs up and, and lets Leslie know there's a drunk in the slide. Yeah. And uh, having cleaned up many parks in my day for different community projects, not court ordered or anything. um, I, uh, I've, I've, I've always wondered if somebody would fall asleep in one of those park in one of those slides. And, uh, it didn't seem possible, but it, maybe it is possible. So it doesn't seem comfortable. That's for sure. That is for sure. I'm glad she had that broom handy. Yeah. Where'd that broom come from?
2: Just, you know, there it was fun fact, uh, that, that was a real park that they shot that in, in Los Angeles. And it was one of the only parks left that had a slide like that because the, those slides had been deemed too dangerous mostly because dangerous yeah probably because drunks fall asleep in them
1: (laughs) yeah so they they really impede the the slide functionality yeah yeah so okay well that's that's very strange because they still have a lot of those up in this area well it's thunderdome up here it is thunderdome we do what we want we do what we want playground wise yeah so the uh The intro to this episode also has an 8-bit version of the theme song, and um, the theme song stays the same throughout the whole show, which is common for most shows. Mm -hmm. It is... The opening credits are very similar to The Office, kind of montage-y, looking at the cast and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, The... I love this theme song. Yes. What What do you think about the
2: theme song? Oh, man. I... Every time I hear it, I go, I sh- I should hear that at least one more time during the day, not not like outside of watching this. I just need it to pop up sometime. Like, why doesn't it come up more often? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, so it's so good. I, I want to like march or, you know, like, you know, go do something active. It's great. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, it's a little ray of sunshine. I like it. And I think it it, it encapsulates well the the whole vibe of Leslie Nope is because she's an eternal optimist. And the theme song is so like upbeat and ready to go. And it makes this weird juxtaposition between what they're doing. Uh, like Leslie, who's positive about everything and can conquer the world. And then the government and the, her parks and rec team, which are not nearly as excited about this job as she is. And so it makes an, I think it just makes an interesting contrast. Um, but all the while, you're like, I really like these people. I really like this show. And then you bump, bump, but it's fun. Yeah, it's so. totally fun. And it, and it won a Grammy. The theme song won a Grammy? It did. It did. It was
2: composed by uh, Gabby Marino and uh, Vincent Jones. Wow. You've done quite a lot of research already. It's one of my favorite theme songs of all time. So you looked it up. Yeah, it's way better than the Lost theme song. <laughs> uh, what about the uh, 60 Minutes theme song? I, I've never seen that. I don't have enough time. <laughs> 60 minutes is far too long to, to to give to one show. I know. It's brutal. That's why I like comedies. 22
1: minutes. Let's get it done. Get it in. Get it out. Make it happen. Jokes. Leave them, leave them laughing. That's right. Um, so right away, it, they set up the cast in the, in the theme song. All of the main characters are in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes right to one of the most exciting things that you could ever be a part of, which is staff meeting. <laughs> and at staff meeting we meet several uh we meet the main office cast for Parks and Rec we have Ron Swanson um who is wearing a suit and i forgot in this early in these early episodes how how much he wears a suit yeah it's true he he gets much more casual as the show goes on but here wearing a suit you've got Donna whose hair is very different than it will be um and i don't think she says a single word in this whole episode no she doesn't and Jerry's there. Uh, Tom Haverford is there, who is Leslie's uh, number two guy in the office. And which is funny because Leslie is Ron's number two person. So he's number. Is it he's squ- like,
2: is it squared at that point? Is it he's number four? So
1: I didn't realize that everybody got number twos oh. in, in the department, but it, maybe that's what's going on. Gotcha. Then you also have April, who is the intern. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't get a ton from her in this episode. No, Um, but she will become one of the best characters in this whole program. Um, And so they need to do a town forum, which is also one of the great elements of this show, just because it introduces us to the town.
2: And it, and it really sets up the stage as far as again, Leslie's character, because she's excited about it and asks who wants to join me and everybody looks away. Like it's right. just it's just instant, like more character building. It's great. every opportunity to show how much Leslie loves all this. And everyone else is like, this is the worst.
1: It, yeah. And having been in many meetings where they're asking for volunteers, I've played that role where i have looking away. Like I've got a lot of notes to consult here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't look you in the eyeballs. Um, so it's really relatable. And because everybody like, in their jobs, there's stuff you don't want to do. And so I love that. They just like, I don't don't want to do this. Now you're the
2: one that leads a lot of these meetings in your real job. How do you like, when everyone's looking down, how do you pick that person? That's like, well, you, you're it, you you get the the crummy job.
1: Well, I don't want to reveal too many of my secrets Mm -hmm. in, in the event that some of the people who work with me will hear this, which they probably won't. Um, but I, I kind of just, have a list and I just rotate through the list in my brain. <laughs> Perfect. Who Perfect. did I pick last time? Excellent. Somebody else this time. It's and weird. often I just kind of work clockwise around the table. So, oh man. There's, there's a big tip right there. Move yeah. spots. They never do. All right. There are no assigned seats, but they always sit in the same place because we are creatures of habit. That's right. Uh, Leslie's enthusiasm is also displayed in the way that she planned for this town forum. And... I don't know if she reserved the theater um, for this meeting uh, that was going to have maybe 25 people in it. <laughs> and the theater looked like it would seat well over 500 people. Sure. And uh, cause she was just very excited about all of this, but also in planning events, you, you get a lot of uh, things that you didn't think about. Like is the janitor going to turn off the lights in the middle of this event, <laughs> which is exactly what happens as they're getting started. With the thing they turn off the lights and have to move to a smaller classroom uh where they meet their uh their people the town and
2: i think I, already one of the funniest jokes like just to start the episode uh, up to that point was the perfect timing of of uh, aziz and sorry tom haverford saying in total darkness any questions about permits <laughs> right <laughs> just <laughs> on point like hey let's uh this this happened what what do you guys think so, right. and, then, and then what was so genius about it is that they go from this giant auditorium to a classroom that now is too small to hold everybody. There's people standing in the back. It's just, right. the show's, yeah. I, I'll probably say this way too many times. It's great. They, they thought about so many little funny things outside of just like the dialogue and the situations.
1: Right. And the, the two characters that we really get to meet from the office and get to know them the best are Tom and Leslie. Mm-hmm. And... They are a, uh, they are really well developed right away. Yes, which I love. Um, just Tom is not caring about his job, um, and that just that point. Like any questions about permits, like that is a um, Tom will ask the the job question at the worst time, when. Uh, and he will consistently be that way, but he will also ask terrible questions when he should be working. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, the, uh, in the town forum, we meet some of the characters. I tried to find a script that was easy to read um, online and I couldn't find. And so I was one that was easy to follow through. So I was looking for the characters names um, for these town people. Cause they'll come back again and again. Yes. And I found something from Springfield springfield.co.uk slash view underscore episode underscore scripts PHP question mark TV hyphen show equal sign parks hyphen and hyphen recreation ampersand episode equals S zero one E zero one. Have you been to that website?
2: I always get the ampersand and the equal sign like switched over. All right. I've included a link in the
1: show notes. Oh. And uh so as you walk through like you can see the uh all of the different um characters but it's hard this uh, this website is not super well organized but um there are uh a few people that I love That's um the yellow it That's is a lot of yellow very <laughs> yellow
2: i i encourage you to go look at that if you haven't continued yeah
1: um the uh, so first off, the first person that we meet in the uh, the town forum, and I don't know his name here in this script, he says, Well, it's a great day because last month they put me in jail. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one is the head of the police is a ninth degree <laughs> mix in. Yeah, so there's like conspiracy theories happening. Uh, the music is so loud. Stop the graffiti, please. Um, and then I don't like obscenities just as much as you. you don't like them no it drives me crazy I have kids right but I have my little three-year-old and I'm going through the park and someone's like hey my blank and the guy's like you my blank <laughs> and you hit blank head I love all of this stuff because the guy's like I hate all this stuff and then he just goes for it and talks right. about it like it's no big deal my kid's not here now <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: he's part of the problem at that point yeah and even as Leslie is dealing, listening to all of these things, it cuts away. Like it was a a tactic in the office, a cutting away, talking headshot. Um, And so they implement that for this show. Um, And this is one of the best lines in all of it.
0: These people are members of a community that care about where they live. So what I hear when I'm being yelled at is people caring loudly at me.
1: I love that. People just caring loudly (laughs) at me. (laughs) So... Um, ever the optimist yeah ever 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 and then finally someone shows up who actually wants to do something in the town and make a difference um, because it affects her personally and Perkins who uh, if fans of the office will recognize from um, the office season 3 she played Karen uh, Jim's girlfriend for a little bit Um, I did not really like Karen in the office
2: yeah she, she tried to manipulate Jim that one point and uh, just,
1: yeah. Yeah. It was not, it wasn't the best character. Um, and so Anne is a lot different and yeah. a lot more fun throughout this, um, uh, throughout this, this series and is an important part. Um, and, but this is really what starts the whole thing as uh, she is trying to fix the pit behind her house because her boyfriend broke his legs cause he fell in the, in the pit. <laughs> Yeah, wait, hold on. Before we get too far, Anne Anne is a great character because
2: I feel like for the first couple seasons, she is the most um, I don't know how to say this like like us Like, like she's the person that's been dropped into the middle of all this crazy Parks and Rec, all these crazy characters, and so I mean, she gets her own kind of arc and stuff later on down the road, but it's just like she's just experiencing all of the Lesliness and the Andy and the Ron kind of like we are. And so she's not really a, a caricature of anything. And I just, I thought that was a really genius part for that character to play.
1: And she's a nurse. Right. She is the, yeah, which is also good because you and I are both married to nurses. Um, and I don't know about your wife, but my wife, when she sees anybody doing anything medical, she's like, that's not how that works.
2: Yes. Does Terry, yeah. does Terry do that Thank, all the time? Yeah. One of one of their favorite uh, games to play in college was watch ER and tear it apart. So right. Luckily, there's not a lot of actual uh, medical stuff happening in the show. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wanted to watch Scrubs, but my wife uh, couldn't do it. It was too fake for her. I'm like, you know, this is TV. So <laughs> it's true. It's not the docu- there's not the documentary Scrubs. Right. Where, and that might be part of the problem with uh, Parks and Rec, is because it does seem it is a mockumentary, so it's true. It should be more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, in my ex- experience with working with government, it is quite accurate. Um, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So they talk about how her boyfriend fell down the pit, and then Tom instantly starts sleazing. Yeah, he just starts asking about the the, the commitment level of their relationship. And are you guys serious? Like, why don't you come over? Why don't we like talk? And we also meet, learn right away that he's actually married, but he's hitting on everybody. And so it's like, what is this guy? Who is Tom? Right. Um, and so that's going to be a fun thing to. He, he's just discover. comfortable.
2: He's just comfortable talking to beautiful women. It's okay.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, and so what does Leslie do? She right away says, we're going to fix it. We're going to build a park. And uh, makes, you know, one of the most binding contracts of all, a pinky promise. Oh, yeah.
0: I'll do something about it. Really? Yes, we I will help you. Is that a promise? It's more than a promise. It's a pinky promise. I pinky promise all of you, that I will help. And I will go to that location tomorrow, and we will fill in that pit, and then when that's done, We're going to put a park on the land. Okay.
1: This park project is going to be at least three seasons of this show, right? I believe so, yes. I mean, it takes a long time to get really any progress on this park. Again, accurate representation of government.
2: Yeah. I mean, she did say this could be her Hoover Dam. Uh, The Hoover Dam didn't just happen overnight. Right.
1: Um... Yeah, but but why does she want that? Is because she wants a legacy, Mm -hmm. and um, we'll find out later. Her her mom is in government, and so there is a a nope name, and so she wants something to attach to her name Mm -hmm. that will carry on beyond her her time, um, and uh, and so she just wants to start the the whole thing, build a build a legacy, Uh, committees, make things happen, and so she immediately starts to try to build a dream team um bringing on all the important people um and again here's another moment with tom uh recording trying to take down her notes
0: you know what i need to do form a committee right yeah it could work yeah because committees are power and committees make things happen committees are the lifeblood of our democratic system that's really good write that down yeah from time to time when i think of an eloquent saying or a phrase i have tom write it down he's collected them from my memoirs okay Read it back to me. Um, committees cover our democracy with blood. Hmm. Sounded better when I said it.
2: There's, there's this little bit here where uh, she says, you know, I think he's Libyan and he's from I'm from Penitsville, South Carolina, which just kind of keeps coming up because right. where where they are in Indiana, he's, you know, he's super foreign but looking, but he's
1: he's not. He was born in America, which is great. Right. His parents are Indian, from India, but he was born in South Carolina, um. And so, uh, so he get Tom's in on the committee. Get goes in. We then meet Mark Brandanowitz, who is uh, personally my least favorite character in the whole show. Yeah, very very underdeveloped. Um, He
2: ended up kind of quitting. Well, not kind of. He he did end up leaving completely. Did he quit,
1: or were they like, "We're done with you"? Uh, you know, I don't know.
2: Um, wh- from what I've read, he kind of said, I'm, I'm done with the show. Um, but uh, another another fun fact here is that he, the pit was supposed to be given to him uh, as a way, or he, he went to Ron to get the, the pit done, um, not as a favor to Leslie, which we'll get to in a second, but so that he could um, get closer to Ann Perkins because it was by her house and they were supposed to be this romantic thing uh, from the get-go. Um, but I guess test, uh, test people that saw it so that they didn't really like that. And they didn't like Mark or even Leslie in the beginning. Uh, they didn't think mm. they were very relatable. Um, and so they had to go back real quick and, and change some things. And that's why, uh, as we see later, uh, Mark does it out of the kindness of his heart for Leslie, but
1: yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's kind yeah, of, the, so- he's kind of a fixer, you know, he fixes things mark does mark does yeah well technically he's a city planner and so he's fully exciting um <laughs> but leslie ha- is infatuated with him and and so that is part of the drama here as well she they had a, a brief encounter years ago and leslie is still holding on to that and mark doesn't care he doesn't mark, remember that at all yeah, he doesn't even remember so he's just total sleaze so we've got Tom the sleaze. We've got Mark the Sleaze. jury's still out on Jerry yeah uh, city
2: city hall, I mean, government politics just I mean it's really kind of going with uh the flow of everyone
1: kind of being sleazy <laughs> total sleaze balls though, so, um all right, so get the committee together, and then they go to to Ann's house, which is right next door, and this is where we meet uh we meet one of the breakout stars from this show, Chris Pratt, also known as Andy Dwyer, also known as lead singer of Mouse Rat and Scarecrow boat and assorted other band names that will play in the future. Um, but uh, Chris Pratt, uh, Andy's got both his legs broken. He's sitting on the couch. The camera crew is already in their house. Yeah. <laughs> at, you know, it's, <laughs> which is for the documentary experience. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> right. The camera crew's like, Hey, we're going to have some government people come over later. Can we just hang out in here for a bit?
2: Yeah, as someone who's done a little bit of a film, I mean, you got to cover your angles, you know, you don't, you don't want to miss anything.
1: Right. Yeah. So, uh, they go in there and, um, Andy is totally lazy, totally, um, taking <laughs> it to, making the most of this opportunity for him to not move. Sure. Uh, with his living uh, the dream. He, yeah. He's just watching TV. Hey, babe, can you make me some pancakes real quick? One of the there's best pancakes, lines. yeah. Um, so I mean, he is, you know, there's not much happening with Andy here that we can see, but he will become amazing as the show continues. Um, and so they go outside to see the pit for themselves, and um, Leslie wants to make sure they get a whole record of this, and uh, I love that she asks April document this and April's response document what <laughs> <laughs> So I love that <laughs> um yeah uh and then uh Leslie falls down the pit and uh she tr- thinks she broke her neck um she needs a, a the, the nurse Ann Perkins to give her a travel a, a neck brace she doesn't have one so this is where Pancake line comes in and then goes back to the office where Leslie encounters Ron and asks for help. And what is Leslie wearing? <laughs> a homemade travel pillow neck brace with a piece of duct tape right across the front. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. And uh, I have, uh, I have some memories of friends from college that were constantly hurting themselves, and they were. Where, where did you go to college? Of- I went to Northwest University (laughs) in Kirkland, Washington, and uh, people just would fall down. Very dangerous place. Yeah. Well, it is pretty hilly. Um, But they were all, you know, they're all broke college students. And so they were trying to figure out, like, how can I take care of myself and recover um, in this situation? And I've seen people with these kinds of travel pillow um, solutions because they didn't have insurance. They didn't have any way to get to the doctor. So they're like, well, I'm going to just... Wrap my leg in my textbooks. Yeah, that's a good splint. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, um, so she starts asking Ron, but Ron is right away, we're, we're learning about Ron. He does not believe in the government at all. He thinks the government should be shut down. Uh, he wants to privatize the parks.
2: I've been quite open about this around the office. I don't want this parks department to build any parks because I don't believe in government. I think that all government is a waste of taxpayer money. My dream is to have the park system privatized and run entirely for profit by corporations, like Chuck E. Cheese. They have an impeccable business model. I would rather work for Chuck E. Cheese. They have, <laughs> they have a perfect business, which always kind of—I always say—bothered me because I love. I would never want Ron to go away, but I always wondered how did he get his job. Like if he's so anti-government, you know, why, why did he choose to work there?
1: Yeah. And you know, as a libertarian, he he (laughs) becomes, uh, it, it becomes more and more apparent that he really does believe he's trying to take down the government from the inside. Exactly. Yes. And so he's doing a service for the people. Mm -hmm. Um, but he still does the work, you know, it's true. He goes to the meetings. He doesn't want to do anything in the meetings, but he still is involved, um, he does Which the is bare, bare minimum. Yeah, right. And later, his his, his a review of Tom is barely does anything. He's a perfect government employee. <laughs> so, so good. Um, but yeah. So the uh, this is where then she's trying to convince him to let let her start the committee, get the thing going, make the park. Um, and then Mark sees that Leslie is being made fun of by her team, and so she he goes in to try to. Make it all happen, which um, is a weird turn for Mark right away. But now seeing the trivia that you pulled up um, that uh, it was supposed to be a different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Anne comes by and they introduce the murals, one of the many murals uh, (laughs) in City Hall. And they're awful. They're racist. They're violent. um, All tragic. And uh, yeah, do you think anybody I haven't I just am thinking this thought now. Do you think there's anybody who has captured all of the murals and put them online someplace? I don't
2: know. That is now my goal. I will. F- okay. I will either find it or make it.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, good luck with that. Okay. So uh, Ron approves the subcommittee. They throw a little party with champagne uh, Anne is totally committed to make this project happen for two months. And uh, I love that. <laughs> even if it takes two months, even if it takes two months, So, uh, yeah. So six years later, uh, (laughs) and, and will still be a a cast member on this show. So, um, yeah. And then we cut to Ron's office, um, as part of the end of the program. And that's the first episode of parks and rec. It's a quick one. It's 22 minutes long and we managed to talk already for 27 ish minutes about it. And Mm -hmm. so, um, there's a lot to unpack in these episodes was it? Was there any other trivia that you discovered as you were working through this? Yes. Well, tell me some.
2: Okay. Uh, Ron Swanson later parted his hair on the left side. This is the one episode where he parts on the right. So watch out for that uh, in coming episodes. Um, a lot of one of the things we can talk about, and I would love to dig into some of the behind the scenes footage and stuff like that down the road. Uh, but a lot of this the show was. The way the show was designed was for the improv, um, it was so that uh, multiple things can happen, a lot of different takes. So when, when Tom was sleezing on Anne, uh, that was most all of that was improv, uh, which is great. And uh, even Andy, one of the reasons why we'll probably talk about this later, too, he wasn't written into the he was only supposed to last a couple episodes just to kind of bring the pit up. But because of his improv- improvisational skills, um, they kept him on because uh, he did such a great job with his character. So when he asked Leslie to hand him his, his scratchy stick, and then he starts to itch himself in the cast, that was not in the script at all. He just did, he just did that <laughs> in in the moment. So the this show is chock full of those. So we'll, we'll try to point those out as we go.
1: Yeah, and one of the fun things is watching through the show, knowing that it is a, a lot of improv. Yeah, um, and. Amy Poehler, her background is improv and sketch, um, even before Saturday Night Live, Second City, and, yeah, Second City, um, and so she uh, she's really good at improv. There is a uh, entire improv filibuster in later <sighs> seasons from Pat Oswalt that is just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Greg Daniels, who is one of the the creators, he liked to do a thing called a fun run, which is everybody do the scene as you know as written. And then let's do one last one last take. And it's just for fun. And often the fun run ends up in the show. Yes. Um, which is which is so fun to, like, think through, like, what is actually written and what actually what did they come up with? And, you know, look, listening to uh, podcasts about the office, you know, with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, like the office has some great improvate improvisational people as well but a lot of what we see is scripted yeah and uh and so that's a great testament to the writing um and so not all of parks and rec is is fun run but like it is really well written it is the characters grow and develop and you get to know them more and more um but also like they get to discover who the characters are yeah through their improvisation, right. That's a hard word to say. Improvisation, it is, right? I, I stumbled on that earlier. Yeah, a lot of the like um, later. There's a couple
2: storylines down the road where Greg Daniels and uh, Michael Schur asked. Um, uh, it was it was uh, Andy and April. Well, yeah, they're uh, Aubrey and Chris. Uh, if they could do something with their characters, and they're like, yeah, no, let's go for it because that's what our characters would do. They like, really take ownership of their characters and they protect them, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, and one last one last bit of, of trivia there, because it's towards the end is the Bobby Knight poster in Ron's office. Um, this is I believe this is the only episode that you see it, because after that, there was um, some um, legal dispute thing. So they had to take it down for copyright reasons and it gets replaced with. Well, we'll just have to wait till next week. What a cliffhanger. What? a You know, it's almost like we it in there
1: now. I, now, I, now I'm dying to know spoilers. We didn't. We did not write it in there. That was all improv, improv, improvization improvisation. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. First all right. Time. Well, uh, we are, uh, excited to go down this road with you. And if you found this on the internet, uh, awesome. Uh, please, you can, uh, stay, you can email us. You can follow us on Twitter, all kinds of stuff. Email is, um, I think it's, Parks and conversation at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> I set for, it up for, uh, now. <laughs> for now and then the other on Twitter is Parks and parksandconvos uh, is our username on Twitter so follow us and uh, let's see what happens even if nobody follows us Jeremy it's just fun to talk to you about yeah. one of these great shows it, it is a so.
2: conversation yeah
1: I like it <laughs> this is a conversation I've had <laughs> uh oh so, i can't wait there's so there's so much <laughs> come back you gotta come the back cadence of this <laughs> yeah come back let's talk more about it yes. all right so all we right. should end and uh let people go on with their lives um and uh, let's see if this pit ever turns into a park sounds so. good